Hi, and welcome back to No Improvement, a sort of funny talk show that explores the vast, untapped potential of TV shows, books, films, and more. I'm Tia. I'm Polonia. Today, we're talking about... And I'm... About... Ca- oh. oh, sorry, Katya. <laughs> I was going to introduce you. <laughs> but Katya's here this time. Um, I am. She's... I'm sorry I messed up your introduction. <laughs> no, it's totally fine. We are super cash over on this podcast. We are 99% we mistakes. <laughs> no, we're totally good. Um, okay. So we're going to be talking about the Death Note Netflix movie, which is like the live action movie with Nat Wolf. Who, by the way, isn't he, like, from Nickelodeon or something? Am I wrong? Didn't he have oh, some show he? Nickelodeon with his brother? I remember because this girl I know was really into it, and I was always like, I don't think it looks that good. But <laughs> <laughs> He was, like, super famous for it. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, he was also in The Fault in Our Stars and Paper Towns. Oh, my God. So, teen heartthrob here, I guess. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I knew we the dad <laughs> from Agent Carter. Which was annoying because I was looking at his face and I was like, I fucking know him from somewhere. And he was also a police guy in that. It was very huh. confusing. Type but like as, as a policeman. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the yeah. girl actress, I have no idea who she is at all. Did you, yeah. did you guys recognize God. her? God knows. <clears throat> very mysterious. So they had like some... Oh, and obviously Willem Dafoe is... Oh, well, <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Because it's so. very clearly just like Willem Dafoe's voice <laughs> just coming from this like grotesque monster thing, and you're just like, ah, oh, it's Willem Dafoe. There he is. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. It's like, this is sort of always what happens to you, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, so some, I guess, backstory is Thelonia and I don't know anything about Death Note besides what we've seen in this movie. Pretty much, maybe like vague things, but like we've never like, we don't know, we haven't uh, explored the source material, I suppose. But Yeah, like pre this, pre this, <laughs> mm-hmm. I've seen like images and uh, yeah. but, like, I would like watching this, I was like, that's that person. Also, for some reason, pretty <laughs> sure I thought Light and L were the same person. Me and too. Akira was a completely different person. So my little mind was just like, Oh, yeah. I also thought Light and L were the same person. I thought L was just short for Light, and I thought it was like they turned into each other. I don't know why I thought that, um, but that very clearly was not the case in this movie. Yeah. Um, so should we just? What we normally do is we just sort of like chronologically go into what happened and sort of discuss it. Shall we continue with yeah. that format? All right. I mean, my first note, if we want to start here, is I hate him already. Uh, so, like, <laughs> cool. That could Very open good. things. Yeah. Um. Wait. Why do you hate him? And are you referring uh, to the main character, Light? I am. For and sure. also, my second note is I think why w- it was our frosted tips back, and I think that's that was the thing. Yeah. Because I just like saw his hair, and I was like, uh. And it's kind of confusing because, like, isn't in the... It, I don't know. Is Death Note originally a manga or an anime or both? Um, it was originally a manga and then it was adapted into an anime. Okay. And yeah. then and adapted then- into <laughs> live-action movies, a TV um, show, and also a musical. Oh, oh my God. An unstoppable in unstoppable force. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, 
But in the original stuff, Light's hair is brown. Like, why did they dye Nat Wolf's hair? Like, why did they dye his hair blonde? (laughs) His hair is already brown. I'm so confused. I think it's because this was an American adaptation. And (laughs) someone decided that this is what, you know, Americans would be into. (laughs) I feel like Americans don't like brunettes. They only (laughs) like blondes. So we better make him a blonde. Plus his name is Light and Light is blonde colored, right? (laughs) But I looked up pictures at the end of it because I was like, wait, what the fuck do they look like in the anime? And didn't they make um, Mia? Isn't she blonde in the the original? And they made her a brunette? That's... In the original, she's kind of like a gothic Lolita pop idol. Right. <laughs> and also blonde. Oh, God. She's very much not that in this. She's just sort mm-hmm. of like... Um, she's, she's a cheerleader. She's the she's worst cheerleader. She's a cheerleader. cheerleader. But <laughs> they she's keep showing also her just like, like folding her arms, being like, I'm too good for I this. I know, like, and like smoking. Bitch, why are you on she's the like, squad? She's so edgy. Um, <laughs> but she's also like uh, reminded me of the... What's his name? JD from Heathers. Like she's sort of oh. like... Yeah, yeah, right? Isn't it like they kind of like heathered the movie except Yeah, like, where it's JD like, oh, this is... is this is nice. And then they get really into murder and you're just like, this is not nice anymore. <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> this is a bad relationship. Yeah, it gets quite bad. Um, but before it gets bad, uh, one of the weird things that happens is the book just falls out of the sky. Oh, it just slow-mo, slow-mo like plops down. I'm pretty is, sure. It... Yeah, that's still, that's a thing that like legit, like that's, they didn't make that up for this movie, right? Like, that was what happened in the original story. Um, it is what happened in the original, but for pretty different character motivations. Mm. Um, How so? In the original, uh, Ryuk, the death god, mm-hmm. um, is kind of portrayed more as being very bored with <laughs> his lot in life of being a death god. Mm. Um, they don't explain this in this movie. But the reason they use death notes is to add years onto their own life from the lives of people they kill. They don't necessarily, like, know how it works themselves, but it's a living or a dying. (laughs) I don't know. But Ryuk's really bored with doing that. Um, It's just living without purpose. So out of boredom, he drops the death note into the human world just to see what would happen he had an extra one, so he just wanted to know what would happen. Mm. And Light happens to pick it up also. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's also very bored with being um, like a preppy, perfect, uh, rich boy in high school in which, the original source material. <laughs> which he's definitely not in this movie. Yeah, he's a loser <laughs> in this one. Yeah. Yeah. He's quite... I mean, you, like, know he's lame. Well, he, you know he's lame for a lot of reasons, but <laughs> one of the lamest moments is when Ryuk shows up and he just oh. screams, like, for about a minute straight. <laughs> one of the, like, that was one of the two moments that got spoiled <laughs> for me via Twitter because it's... Yes. And so when it happened, I was like, oh, here we go. Scream. Scream more. Yeah. Yeah. And he actually did he scream more than the version I saw on Twitter, so that was fun. Yeah, he screamed for a long yeah. time. And I saw a clip of, like, the anime... And he, like, does not have that reaction at all. <laughs> no. No, it was, it felt more sensible and less ridiculous. Like, the screaming was just so much. I mean, it made sense in a way, because it was like, yes, if I saw that and I didn't know what it was, I guess I would scream too, but not for that long. <laughs> like, yeah, he was very <laughs> over-the-top screamy. He uh, was holding a note. Like, <laughs> this is, like, serious. 
Um, yeah, that was pretty crazy. Oh, another part that I thought was funny, going back a little bit, which like it wasn't supposed to be funny, but I'm just a jerk, so I thought it was funny, <laughs> was when um, those like two guys are bullying this nerd. And then oh, yeah. Mia goes up and is like, stop bullying them. And then they like shove Mia <laughs> and light jumps in front of her and is like, don't touch her. And like screams <laughs> it so loudly and so shrilly. I was like, this is too much. <laughs> like, a is very it is a weird. Yeah, yeah, it does give the vibes of like, I've been stalking this girl. So like, don't touch her. Like, it's just yeah. like, you're too invested. Pull it back. And weirdly, weirdly. Um, that is a complete, like, 180 of the dynamic they had in the original, <laughs> where <laughs> originally, um, that character in the original, her name was Misa, not Mia, but mm. she mm. was, like, super obsessed with light. Yeah. Like, it oh. was completely the other way. He didn't have feelings for her, but saw her as, like, useful in doing the Kita thing. Mm. Um... Because she actually had her own death note in oh, the original. Oh, what? That's um, crazy. That yeah, so she had her cooler. own death note. She had her own death god named Rem, who is maybe my favorite character in Death Note. Man, and wasn't and in this cut. movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was a lot of stuff that was happening with Misa's character in the original that wasn't in this movie. Yeah, in this um, one, she kind of just turns into, like, a murder groupie. Like, she gets really into the murder yeah. stuff. And then... Is she really... She was... Yeah. All in. Yeah. Yeah. And that's sort of all... It, like, it never, like, feels... Like, it totally makes sense in the movie. Like, it feels like somewhere there's an explanation. It just, like, got cut or something. Like, yeah. with everything that's going on. It actually reminded me a bit of, like, people talking about the book It and, like, the recent movie of It. <laughs> Where it's like, yeah, they still include the major elements, but, like, some huge things are missing, which make it, like, a completely different story and not necessarily a better one. <laughs> yeah. Not that... Okay, and this is, like, not saying that Misa was especially well-written in the original because <laughs> I don't think she was. There are a lot of kind of, like uncomfortable misogynistic things about the original and Mises' character was kind of one of them. Oh boy. At the same time, <laughs> it did make, the original at least made sense by its own rules. Yeah. Whereas this movie really <laughs> sets out a lot of rules and then doesn't care to follow them. Yeah, they just yeah, kind by of go end, on a rampage. <laughs> by the end, things have just gone completely bananas, honestly. Like, yeah, I'm surprised by how well they started, like, writing the deaths, like, so intricately. Because, like, they mm. seemed really dumb at the beginning, like, the two main characters. And then, like, suddenly they were, like, actually super... Well, I guess, like, they were. Uh, there were parts where they're like, your son's really smart and stuff like that. But I was like, he kind of doesn't seem that smart to me. <laughs> like, sure, he, like, mm -hmm. cheats on tests and stuff, but he kind of acts like a fool most of the time. <laughs> So, like, he's sort of, like, comedic dumb um, in a lot of scenes. And so, like, I didn't take him very seriously. And so when he and... I, I found it more believable that Mia wrote, like, intricate deaths because she was sort of, like, revealing some darkness inside of her as the movie went on. But, like, yeah. when Light had that super intricate one at the end, I was kind of like, did someone ghostwrite this? Like, <laughs> like, did you really write that? Like, you just seem sort yeah. of... Like well, it's also ball. that he had like a deadline of like a minute and he managed to yeah. do all of that. And you're like, how did you 
You don't work well <laughs> under pressure. You've been screaming nonstop this entire movie. How did you do this? Yeah, he does seem like a sort of unimpressive hero in this movie, but like he still comes through at the end. Um, alternatively, L is super cool. I think people also mm-hmm. felt that way about him in the original manga and anime, or so I've heard loosely. Yeah, he's definitely <laughs> the one I've seen more out of context than like anyone else. Yeah, he's in a like lot of that memes. character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Um, he's also like, I don't know how he is in the other material, but in this movie, I liked him a lot too. I mean, like, it was sort of, like, I liked that he was sort of standoffish and weird, but then they sort of, like, rapidly get to the point where his, like, um, his, like, friend and, like, person who he works with gets, like, taken away, and then he just loses his mind completely. I felt like there should have been more of him, like, just being chill, so that that would have felt like such a huge moment, because for me, and, like, interacting with that guy, because, like, Mm. when it happened, I was just kind of like, oh, we flipped a switch, like, here we go, like, everything's crazy. He's, like, at the very beginning, like, I don't like guns, and now he's, like, time to carry guns, and I'm like, I just thought it was, I liked his character, but I felt like they rushed it really hard, and it made me sort of, like, get, I don't know, whiplash a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> what I is feel the... like it was it was part of them trying to cram in just so much into yeah. a relatively short time period. Obviously, there's a lot of plot stuff that they didn't reveal or like explain. <laughs> but also, they're like, okay, everyone's going to go through these really big arcs and we have like four days. So they're going to go real fast. Everyone's going to have really dramatic like turns. And uh, we're not really going to spend a lot of time on any of it. So uh, just deal with that. And which I guess is, I'm, I'm just completely skipping to the end, why he completely goes against his like ethos at the end. Or does he? I don't really know what the fuck is going on there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah he does. <laughs> once, once his friend dies, he kind of just like his acting is basically just like he looks like he's going to cry literally all the time. Like his eyes are just yeah. welling up constantly. Yeah, it, it was a very intense switch. Um, mm-hmm. And this is sort of unrelated, but for some reason I thought of it. I also thought it was funny, like, in terms of, like, rushing the plot and stuff, but they still very much took the time to feed Ryuk apples <laughs> because he got fed so many apples in this movie. I was oh, like, my God, yeah. Yeah. I was like, that was a big thing in the original. Mm. Is so. it, like, is it supposed to be, like, symbolic of, like, temptation? Or, like, well, I didn't know what was going um, on, but... Well... Interestingly, uh, <laughs> interesting that you ask that because according to the original um, manga writer and artist, the answer to that question is no. Huh. They oh. chose an apple because they thought it would be, first of all, kind of fun to give Ryuk his own thing. <laughs> and also because um, a round fruit looked really good visually in <laughs> his big, big te- toothy mouth. Oh, yeah. Um, but oh, complex reasons. when it got a, yeah, it was like literally the most practical reasons you can imagine. But when it got adapted into the anime, um, and just really the anime as a whole kind of turned up the religious symbolism to eleven. Oh, uh, in ways that the original manga didn't necessarily intend, like especially uh, Christian 
symbology and imagery is just all over the place, kind of meaninglessly. Yeah. So, yeah, the apple kind of gets really fixated on in some scenes. But if you go back to the original creators and ask them, they'd say no. I mean, is it like it the Neon Genesis Evangelion thing where they're like, we just took it because it looked cool and we thought it was fun? I mean, <laughs> maybe, yeah. That's a way of looking at it. Well, a good enough reason as any, I suppose. Uh, I don't know how you felt about the design of Rick. Having looked at pictures of him in the anime manga, it looks relatively close. But in this, I don't know what the fuck if it was the way they, they did his face, he looked kind of stop-motion-y and also sort of like the Babadook, but made of glass. He, looks like, <laughs> he looked like Willem Dafoe. <laughs> he does. He um, looked a lot like Willem Dafoe. Well, you know, if you gotta have the voice, you might as well. Have the might as well just, like. yeah, let him uh, kind of just meld into the character. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let, I, I guess, um, as... Yeah, as far as Ryuk goes, like, I mentioned that there had been other live-action Japanese adaptations, mm -hmm. um, a couple of movies, and also a TV show. And <laughs> the one thing I will give this movie is that uh, the CGI did look more natural than it did in those other movies, <laughs> I think. Right. Um, granted, it has been years yeah. Since those other movies came out. So, I mean, technology. But, uh, yeah, it was maybe a little awkward to see just really obviously CGI Ryuk in some of the early <laughs> movies adaptations. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think they did use some practical effects, which did help. But um, at the beginning, they kept him in the background and he was out of focus the entire time. And I was like, oh, that's cool. That'll be a good way of doing it to make him look like kind of omnipresent. But like... You don't show him, so he's still kind of mysterious. And then, like, two seconds after I thought that, <laughs> they showed him completely. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> good, yeah. good concept for the 10 they seconds you do They get, like, uh, Ryuk and Light form this, like, weird, quirky, like, relief. Like, it's like they were, like, sort of the comic relief. Is that a weird thing to think? Like, I thought it was weird. Like, the part where he's like, I don't have a pen when he first gets the book, and Ryuk just, like, has a pen. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then there was, like, what else happened? Oh, like, when the he one was where he's like, um, oh, I'm rooting for this guy. And he just turns around and is like, would you shut the fuck up? Yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> they have these totally weird interactions that are, like, so strange. They're funny. But, like, I also kind of felt like, should this be funny? Like, I, I can't tell if they should just stick to being, like, we're so serious about this concept or if they're like, we're just going to have a little fun sometimes, but then be deadly serious. So like, <laughs> I was, I was kind of torn over the humor aspect. Yeah. Like the violence also was like so over the top that it was. Yeah. The decapitation. Oh my yeah. God. That was so much. Yeah. It was very yeah. final destination is. That's what I was thinking yeah. too. I thought it was really, uh, one of the parts that I thought was very visually and like cinematic cool was um, when like Mia writes that all the agents like jump off the building or something. Mm. Um, like that was like super creepy. And uh, I thought it was like one of the cooler moments of the movie where you're like, oh, like this is scary. And like um, there's there's something there's like an enemy here in this joyous murdering of bad people. Um, and I thought that was kind of cool. And then everything else was cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And mm-hmm. that's my review. <laughs> oh, man. I guess um, I had actually seen uh, a YouTube video of one of the many people who kind of was, talked about this movie after it came out. Um, there was a guy who he went onto Japanese Twitter to see how Japanese fans were reacting to the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Netflix isn't really big in Japan, so it's not like a lot, a lot of people were waiting for the Netflix Death Note adaptation, <laughs> I think. Uh-huh. But, um, I mean, generally pretty negative. And interestingly, one of the things, one of the threads he pulled out was that fans did think the deaths were too gory. Interesting. Um, in the original, and this is brought up, I think, just a little bit in this movie, but not to the extent that it was originally. One of the main Death Note rules is that if you don't write a cause of death um, with the name, in 40 seconds, uh, the person dies of a heart attack. Mm. Oh. And that's kind of Kida's calling card in the original, is that all of these um, criminals die from heart attacks, kind of inexplicably. And that's kind of the common Kira thread, not really gory, over-the-top deaths. Writing it's more just like... Kira in blood on the wall as you die horribly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in the early chapters and episodes, Light does do some experimentation on, um, like, prisoners. That sounds really bad, and it is. Um, but to see... Like, trying to find out the rules of the Death Note. Um, Mm. Like, how far can he push things? And his thing was like, hey, because everyone associates Kira killings with heart attacks, they won't necessarily know that it's the same cause, Mm. like the same person doing this. So I can do kind of my weird experiments. And I mean, Elle does put it together Mm. eventually in the original. Um, but yeah, for a while, it's just heart attack, heart attack, heart attack, that means Kira. And meanwhile, he can do his other killings that he maybe doesn't want to be associated with as much. Like, he does kill all of the FBI people investigating, but Mm. in kind of more discreet ways, Mm. because he doesn't want, (laughs) like, he (laughs) wants the F, like, the police to know, but he doesn't necessarily want the public being like, oh... Because yeah, so, that is a turning anyway. point in this, where they're just like, he's killing cops now. And everyone's like, hey, what a dick. <laughs> now we're mad at yeah. him. Blue lives <laughs> Oh, no. And <laughs> yeah, Let's not get political. Rain it back. Rain it back. <laughs> yeah, so basically Light is smarter in the original. Light? Yeah, he is yeah, pretty in, smart. In this one, they keep telling us he's smart, but he kind of seems dumb. Like, <laughs> yeah. He does occasional smart things, but, m- like, most of the time it's, like, okay, good lord, why are you doing this? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I think mostly yeah. results from his interactions with Mia, which are, like, like right off the bat, he's like, hey, you want to see this cool thing? And you're just like, dude, you just got it. Why are you doing <laughs> yeah. this? It's yeah, going to turn out bad, sad. and surprise, it does. <laughs> Although they have a yeah. fun murder montage with sex in it, so I guess, you know... That's fun. <laughs> Who doesn't love that? <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, boy. I thought it was interesting that they didn't think, like, they thought, they were just like, oh, yeah, Cure's, like, one person. Like, why didn't they think it was a group of people? It seems mm. weird to just assume one person was doing this. 
since it seems like incredibly impossible for even one person to be doing like at least a group of people but they seem to just decide like oh yeah it must be this i thought at first that l knew about death notes or something and so mm-hmm. like he like had a feeling it was one person because of that but i guess they just did that because they didn't want the movie to be too complicated like i don't know <laughs> But yeah, it just didn't make sense. I mean, like, my whole thing this entire movie was like, I was like, even if the cops find his book, how the fuck is that going to prove anything? They're just going to be like, <laughs> yeah. he wrote down a bunch of shit. There's this weird book with all these weird rules in the beginning. Who wants to, like, are they going to test it? Like, what the, what, that yeah. doesn't really prove anything. It's like, dude, I just wrote down when people died. Like, you can't, you can't prove I did it. I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, mean, I don't, I didn't Here's one of the things that I noticed about the movie, um, having watched the original. The movie, in some ways, despite all of the weird things it does, in ways that kind of don't matter, it tries to be really true to the original. But then it doesn't (laughs) make sense because they don't set up the rules and sort of foundations that made the original work. Mm, Um, For instance, do you remember that... uh, press conference scene that Elle has in the yeah. movie. Where he's like, you can't try to kill me. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that is a scene very much derived from the original Death Note where um, there is a broadcast uh, with the detective Elle for the first time ever, like appearing on TV to call out Kira and Light sees it and it's a big thing. Um in the original, Light actually kind of gets a little egged on after mm-hmm. L appearing on TV with his face and also name. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a little name card. Um, he says, like, hey, you think that what you're doing is justice or whatever, but you're evil. And Light kind of has a freak out, gets super offended by that, mm-hmm. and decides he's going to write L's name in the death note. And then L dies on um, international TV. But then, here's the here's the twist. Oh, man. Um, turns out it wasn't L. The real L is now talking on the transmission. The guy they showed was a, a convicted criminal on death row. Hmm. Um, so complicated. But who was posing as L. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this was just a way of seeing if Kita could, in fact kill without being present at Mm. the scene um turns out again that actually this isn't international tv it was a regional broadcast in japan like a very specific part of japan because l had a hunch Mm. that kita would be in japan because of the way other killings had gone um and he wasn't expecting this to work, and they were going to replay the broadcast in other regions, like, saying that this is, like, an international thing. But just to see if anything happened, and now he has proof. And it's, like, one for L. Um, but in the movie version of this, <laughs> it is just a broadcast. Yeah. It is the real L, and he doesn't die, which I guess... <laughs> it doesn't really prove anything. The more you think about it. Also, if Light hadn't been watching TV, <laughs> yeah, um, he also wouldn't have died. So I don't, like, it just doesn't make sense. But it, 
I guess in the minds of the people making the movie, they're doing the scene in the original manga and anime that was like a really big scene. Uh, kind of the first big confrontation between Light and L, where Light realizes, oh, here's someone who's kind of competent, yeah. who's going to oppose me. Um, but it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's a cool visual scene, but it doesn't make sense. It's, and that's kind of... It's like a bad Sherlock Holmes adaptation where you're just like, trust me, I know this, and it turns out to be true, but you're like, there's no fucking way you could have gotten <laughs> yeah. that in any way. Yeah. Like, you're just pulled that out of nowhere because the writer says, you should know this. That oh. yeah. yeah, that didn't make a yeah. whole lot of sense. He's like, I'm still alive. That proves he can't kill me if he can't see my face and my name. Like that. Yeah, it's like there could have been like not... three thousand other factors. <laughs> like this doesn't this doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's interesting. Um, yeah, and like my relationship with Death Note as a franchise is pretty fraught. I was into <laughs> it a lot ten years ago, and I don't really like it now. Mm. Like I'm not really a fan. Um, but to the original's credit, it was really intriguing and clever like writing wise there were like neat sort of cat and mouse mind games going on that Mm. kept you in like kept you interested um whereas the movie uh (laughs) that was kind of maybe not the focus as much oh Here's an important question. Was there, like, an important father figure in the original Death Note? Oh, yeah, yeah. Light's dad was the chief of police in the original and also the head of the Kita investigation. Hmm, And his character was very much, like, the ideal cop. Like, the most lawful good like, I'm going to sacrifice because I believe that what I'm doing is the right thing and that we're going to bring Kita to justice. And very much, like, pretty level-headed, but also very, like, firm in what he believes. Um, so not necessarily the same character in this movie, mm-hmm. I thought. Yeah. But not super far off either. Well, here's the thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or is it super far off? Like, in the original, the police relationship with L was challenging, but they were definitely on the same side. Right. L hadn't previously worked with police hmm. because he didn't really think they were good at what they did. But in this case, he realized, like, okay, this I'm going to need some help uh, with because this is just such a weird thing. Um, but in an American context, and it's been talked a lot, it's been talked about a lot already that, I mean, L in the Netflix version of the movie is black. Mm-hmm. And I actually have a lot of, like, I think that's a really good choice for the movie. And I was really disappointed to see how underutilized it was. But mm-hmm. there was a scene in the Netflix version where... Light's dad, who's kind of like the grizzled cop, um, the grizzled American cop, who's a veteran (laughs) and also just kind of like, he's like hard and Mm -hmm. still has a, I guess they were trying to say has a heart of gold, but there is a scene where Elle's like accusing Light of being Kita in his house. And Light's dad like, 
Yeah, and Light's dad body slams him onto the table, yeah. and I instantly hated everything about that scene. Yeah, like, that just, was trash. <laughs> I was like, what it was is awful, this? and would never have happened in the original. So it was an exclusively like American movie choice. Yeah, and I was like, I'm in. I was. I'm so uncomfortable now because I was so like excited about the movie having a black L in my mind, like based off of the things we knew about L in the original, an American version of Death Note, kind of, it would make sense to have L be a black character. And then instantly I was like, I hate this. I hate this choice. <laughs> and everything is awful. Yeah, I think um, it, it's interesting that you say that in the original, he's the dad character is kind of really adheres to the law. Because in this one, you get the impression, especially by the end, where it's just like, he can bend the law if it comes to his son. Like, he straight yeah. up at the end knows his son is a murderer. And he's just kind of like, we'll, we'll deal with it. Like, it's, it's cool. Yeah. You're my child. Like, all right. All right. I mean, sure. Uh, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not knowing, not knowing the original, I think, helped there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's less that sure. he's, like, really committed to the law as much as, like, doing good. Mm. And when he does have to make his break with the police force to keep going with the Kita case, he oh, does yeah. because he just believes that it's the right thing to do. And that's like his character. Mm. Yeah. Um, versus <laughs> why'd you do it, people? son? Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> and like, ev I'm calling the entire police force to like put my son into protective custody because I fear that one dude. Oh yeah. Oh God. Maybe, yeah, just that whole ending sequence. It's an all-American dad. The the chase scene that happens near the end, and there's, like, so much leading up to it, I don't even feel like we can, like, within under an hour yeah. explain Let's everything that goes rolling. It. But basically, it's prom night or homecoming or whatever the fuck, and it's there's the a lot of nonsense formal. that goes down. <laughs> I don't care! <laughs> We never had dances at my school. We had prom and that was it. Um, so, okay. yeah. So they had, uh, like, there's a bunch of chase things going on with the book. Mia wrote his name in it, so he's trying to get to her. Uh, he does He does this weird stop where he sets a bunch of balls rolling, but you don't find out about it until later. And, like, there's a chase scene uh, where light is being chased by L, and it literally goes on for so goddamn long. It's like, the I longest chase life. scene. <laughs> like, I was just like, <laughs> how long has this been going on? Yeah, for I was the like, there are God. no more rooms he could go through. He's gone through every room that exists. Like, he's like, there are no other rooms in this universe. He's gone through all of them. <laughs> it was so long. And then, like, and randomly, he runs into that guy, and they're like, it's... Kira and like the guy like knocks out L or something and I was yeah, like and he's just like Lord okay. Kira and he's just like all right great we ran into like a dude who's really into Kira that's handy that was all right. so random like it's it felt not like, like we saw this character before ever he just randomly yeah. <laughs> like appears it felt like the whole like, scene was so that uh. they could set up the calculus book thing like that's literally the only reason that existed yeah so they're like oh, this God. is gonna be useful afterwards so uh. I think. For in, in the case of time, should we just skip to the end, or is there anything else to where really? Because I am confused. <laughs> yeah, I, th I think yeah. there's a lot we can talk about with the end. The yeah. only thing I really want to say about this scene, um, 
bringing in, again, the original source material, Mm -hmm. that it is really funny to me that in a couple of live-action adaptations now, the movies have, like, gone out of their way to make Elle run, (laughs) which is unthinkable in the context of the original. Like, that character is always slouching. His posture is awful. At most, he kind of ambles around. He doesn't wear shoes. He sits in his chair funny, and all you see him eat is, like, junk food. The idea of Elle having to, like, long-distance run is maybe the most, like, hilarious mental imagery. Like, in the original context. Like, the original Elle having to run, do a chase scene, is just unthinkable. And I kind of love it, and I kind of hate it. (laughs) It does feel kind of (laughs) self-indulgent. With that context, with that knowledge. Oh, man. But yeah, it's, he ran really we well. You gotta have a, a chase scene, man. You gotta have a chase scene. It's an American <laughs> yeah, movie. There needs to be a <laughs> yeah. chase scene. Explosions and chase scenes. Were there any explosions, though? Uh, the Ferris wheel uh, kind of explodes at the end. Yeah, okay, that counts. Kind of like the movie. The movie explodes at the end. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, explosion is your brain because you love the movie so much. And your brain just explodes. <laughs> um, but anyway. Yeah, that whole scene is bonkers. <laughs> like, he grabs Mia. They get on a Ferris wheel, which they were at earlier. So I guess it's poetic. Like, we've returned to where we began or some bullshit. Um, and there's the whole thing of, like, he's definitely written her name in that book. And then, like, she grabs it. And she's like, what? And there's, like, it takes a really long time. And he's like, your name's in there. But only if you grab the book. Which, does that work like that? I don't know. I don't get it. Like, if he writes, like, Mia, but only if she does this one thing. Like then it's no law. Lo- it's kosher? a Mia from a different universe if she doesn't grab it so she doesn't die. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no idea what the yeah. Because he pretty much I mean he kind of wrote her fate into it, didn't he? In a sense. Yeah. Like if he wrote that she grabs it, then she doesn't have a choice. She has to grab it, right? Oh, I'm God. so confused. <sighs> Well, yeah, because he like, writes it. He writes it, and he writes like, "Oh yeah, and this other guy's gonna save me from drowning." So I guess that guy has to show up. Everything like you can you can control a person's actions up until their death, right? Like it's within true, two so days, and so like totally he's controlling. <laughs> yeah, what the? He so fucked her over. I'm like pissed now, and like in uh, looking back, god damn it. This is confusing, oh, he, but also even more confusing. confusing. So at the end. L finds the page and it seems like he's going to write Light's name maybe, but then it seems like he's too good to do it. So he doesn't do it is what I kind of took from it. But I yeah, thought it was- at the end they show Ryuk being like, ha ha, surprise. <laughs> like, yeah. Light, so. Yeah. I, I was like, what? I, I thought it was weird that it just ended on that Ryuk line that I didn't think was very good. <laughs> he was just like, humans like humans are, are so interesting. interesting. Yeah, yeah, and then it was like yeah. over, and I was like, really? That's okay. <laughs> like we're gonna end it right there. <laughs> sure. All right. And granted, that was kind of a line he said in the original, but not to end things out. <laughs> it was just something yeah. he liked to say. I was yeah, waiting for like during the final. credits there to be some closure, and then they were just showing like behind the scenes stuff, and yeah. I was like, no, 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 no. And you're like, but where's the rest of the story? <laughs> well, Why did it go? There is a chance. There is a chance there's going to be a second movie. No. Has it had um, enough success to have a second movie? I feel like everyone well, here's panned the it. Thing. Yeah. Oh, I man. guess Netflix can kind of just do what it wants. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> 
Um, and here's the thing. Here's what's really fascinating to me. Um, having been with this franchise, albeit not always willingly for the past <laughs> decade, is that it was really big um, in the early 2000s. Important and then, time. you know, um, the anime finished airing the anime movies, which were really just recaps of the anime finished airing. <laughs> there are a couple of live action movies in Japan that came out not very long after the anime and manga finished. And then there was a lull. There was no new content for years. Um, Until it, I mean, today. It had, <laughs> yeah, it had impacted the culture a lot. There, were, Every once in a while you'd see in the newspaper like, oh, some kid uh, inspired by Death Note was like writing people's names in a book and at Yikes. school and just kind of creepy stuff like <laughs> That's that. That's the kid to stay but away then, from. Yeah. yeah, but then, like a couple of years ago... Um, the Death Note musical and live-action TV series, like, readapting mm. the show, came out. Um, and I, I don't think anyone asked for it. <laughs> <laughs> and then this, mo- this Netflix movie comes out, and nobody, again, I think, was asking for it. We were asking for this, an American adaptation, actually, back when the original was still hot. People mm. were doing, like fan casts of a possible American adaptation because rumor was that Warner Brothers had actually bought some rights. Mm. They were just um, sitting on them for years. Yeah. yeah. Did it just get stuck in like development for years? I don't know, but everyone forgot and moved on to other things. <laughs> oh, man. And now all of a sudden, there's just like the second wave of Death Note oh, Jesus. that has come back and no one, literally no one, was requesting it like it's <laughs> just <take>. happening <laughs> um sort of on that note i feel like this might be a good place to end because the next movie we're going to be watching is sort of another thing that came out of nowhere for no reason and that's the <laughs> goosebumps movie so we will be watching the goosebumps movie next week <laughs> and yeah. i thought it was really funny that you had just described this and i was like yep that's the that's like the next movie we're watching um, and yeah, so just yeah, here we go. Getting that nostalgia money. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, seriously. This was this was a confusing one. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Do you think it was better? La, la, super last question. Do you think it was uh like you got more out of it knowing the material that came before it, or did it make it worse? <laughs> yeah. Um. Because like going into I, it, I had no emotional connections, so I was kind of just like, all right, sure. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, I think in a weird way, I was maybe the best audience for this movie because (laughs) I did know the original material. I did used to like it, but I'm not necessarily the biggest fan anymore. Mm. I really enjoy seeing um, Light especially uh, kind of have his character assassinated like this. (laughs) I'm not a fan to begin with. (laughs) <laughs> so in a lot of ways, this was like I laughed very hard at many points in the movie. I could recognize what it was trying to do and the places where it failed. And then I mean, the last third was really just not entertaining. But uh, like I had a good time. It wasn't a good movie, but I had a good time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for I think some that's of a, it, that's a good review of it. Yeah, it's like yeah. 
entertaining, but does it totally make sense? And you're kind of like, uh, these characters are kind of weird, but it's weirdly <laughs> yeah, still like, entertaining. <laughs> I knew enough to be like entertained by the differences and choices that were made that weren't good, but <laughs> the characters and the story weren't precious enough to me for those choices to hurt very much. Oh, like most good, of them. Good place to be. Yeah. It is. Right. And on that note, we will be back next week. On that note. <laughs> on that note. Which is totally related. We will be back next week and we'll be uh having we'll be talking about the Goosebumps movie. Yeah. Um, which what's what's our sign off for this one? Don't get obsessed with weird books that fall into your lap from the sky. And don't kill people. Yeah, that's, <laughs> Just, that's I mean that's a general basic one. Don't yeah. do murder. Don't do murder. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. No improvement. No.